Retro Blist is from here on out dedicated to Jane Franklin. The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Okay, man, this is my first big movie. Uh, 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 action on the Bayou. Very excited about this. Uh, okay, who we got? I need a lead actor. So let's see who's on my list. <clears throat> Excuse me, hold on a second, sir. Leonardo, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, he said no. Oh, man. Tom Hanks. Oh, he said no. Pick me, pick me. Who is Trev Tree or? Franklin? That's Trevor Franklin at your service. Actor extraordinaire. Oh, okay. You know what? Maybe. I mean, I'm a first-time, big-time movie director. Uh, maybe I'll get uh, somebody who's maybe a little less known. It could work out. We'll, <laughs> we'll make each other stars. That's what we'll do here. I'm very known, but thanks anyways. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to insult you. I am excited for this. Uh, here's you a lot, of course, just to get you into character. Uh, your name is uh, uh, is Dylan, and you're from the Bayou in Louisiana. And they've just the the big uh, the mob down there has just taken your uh, your girlfriend, right? They've just taken your girlfriend, mm. and uh, you're and you've fought like heck, right? You fought like heck to get her back, and, and you're finally up against the main mob boss and you're about to tell him what you think of him right right, so just remember that you're angry you're you're mad and you're you're and remember you're from the bayou so you're from the bayou that's where you're from all right and Mm. whenever you're ready uh just give us a couple lines uh so whenever you're ready i'm I'm a little concerned this is beneath me too easy for me but i'll do it that's fine okay uh what's the what's the what's the babe's name uh, Rosalind. Rosalind, okay. Bayou, okay. Ba- Bayou accent, okay. I'm going to yep. channel that. All right. <clears throat> Rosalind! Rosalind! I'll save you, Rosalind! Hey, 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 Rosalind! I, uh, I'm going to stop you right there. Oh, wow. um, that uh, was <laughs> suspiciously close to a Bill Cosby cartoon and we most certainly can't go that direction uh, maybe you're just nervous yeah give me another shot I, this is this I mean, that was easy. Fat Albert all the way I don't know if you know that or not that was Fat uh, Albert I've never heard of him uh, or you know uh, mortally obese Al <laughs> uh, we uh, just remember you're from the Bayou it's Louisiana okay. you, you've heard how people from there speak right? oh yeah yeah I lived there for 10 years oh well there you go alright so just use that dialect all right. Uh, just wherever you go. And I'm going to change the name of the girlfriend to Anna. Anna, okay. All right, I think I'm ready. All right. Whatever you whatever you want to go, go. Well, hey, Anna. All right, all right, all right. I'll save you, Anna. My okay. lovely lady. All right, all right, all right. Are you, are you, is that supposed to be Matthew McConaughey? Matthew McWho? 
Okay, never heard of him. Never heard of him. All right. Okay. Have you ever seen? Uh, well, let me try to think of some uh, Bayou characters or some Louisiana characters. All right. Um, uh, what was that one show? Was really popular for a long time. These guys with the big beards. They had duck calls. Uh, oh yeah, Goose Dynasty. Duck Dynasty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All those guys are from there. They kind of had an accent, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Kind of. So there you go. Yeah. I yeah. need to pretend I have a big beard. I mean, that's not required, but sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Whenever you're ready. All right. Remember, you're you're there to save your Anna. All right. Anna, I'm gonna save you, Anna. <laughs> oh, you're my lovely lady, and I'm gonna save you if it's the last thing I ever do. <laughs> okay. That was. I'm gonna stop you. Truly, my I don't work. I don't know if you can see my face, but that was perfect. Oh, I knew it. You, sir, are hired. You got the lead. Uh, just You just need to do this to prepare. Are you ready for this? This is what you got to do. Prepare for this role. Uh, you got to listen to this podcast. Oh, God. This might be a deal breaker. What is it? Retro Blitz. Welcome to Retro Bliss, the home of your favorite podcast for two guys who I can say with complete certainty, 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 certainness, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with complete certainness, uh, no, absolutely nothing of value. (laughs) No. And I apologize if I offended anyone. Uh, It was just what came out of my my mouth. I'm. You still got to do my mouth, mouth. my mouth. I'm not responsible. Yeah, Yeah, you were. I don't even think you meant to go for Fat Albert. (laughs) I think I was going for Harry Carey. Then it became Fat Albert. (laughs) I feel a hot dog. Would you eat yourself? That's not Harry Carey either. (laughs) I can't do accents. I don't know if I've ever said that. Yeah, so don't. I can only do my. I can do my own voices, but nothing that's real that anybody cares about. I think it's all right to make fun of Bill Cosby because he's an awful person, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, welcome to Retro Bliss, your home of the two most, and I can't stress this enough, the most professional uh, podcasters about old school video games that are out there in the universe today. Yeah, I mean, definitely the most professional. I mean, the opening skit that was just offensive and terrible proves that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we, uh, we're here. We're back. We're pretty much weekly again. It still feels weird feels weird saying that but uh yeah we do the pocket review episodes in the off weeks with our truly more sophisticated friend tim yeah he's actually brought up the class yeah uh, uh somehow uh, which is pretty incredible considering how low our class was it is kind of like though if if you're eating like rotten nasty food and somebody yeah. gives you a piece of food that's simply not moldy it is an improvement so it's kind of like so. When the milk's out of date and you still drink it anyway, but you make yes. fun of your best friend who just can't stand that and almost vomited because you did that. <laughs> Call back from a bunch of years ago. Hey, that reminds me. I'm glad you said that. Have a, you, you would be proud of me. Okay. Like, so, yeah, to fill anybody in, I'm sure we mentioned it 
probably on early episode, but years ago, I had some milk in the fridge that was like a day or two out of date, but I smelled yeah. it and it smelled fine. So I took a big swig of it and Johnny almost threw up and I didn't know what was happening. And he just has a real thing. And I learned this about you that day, a real thing for things that are out of date. And like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like I guarantee you're refined. Like in my brain, I know that if you smelled it and it smelled fine, you're more than likely fine, <laughs> yeah. but it's just something about there being that date. And then if you get past <laughs> that date, then you don't touch it. Like, I don't know what it is. I mean, it's probably not a bad idea, honestly. <laughs> but today you'd be proud of me because I had a cheese sandwich I was heating up in the microwave at work. And I left it in the saran wrap just because I'm lazy and I didn't want to get a paper towel. You should really never do that. I mean, it's not healthy to heat up plastic, honestly, but I do it all the time. <laughs> uh, but I thought I put it in there for 20 seconds. And I came back over a minute later and it was still going. And it was weird. Like the plastic melted through my sandwich and started to make a hole in my sandwich. Good God. It was, uh, but you'd be proud of me. I threw it away. Like I didn't even think too much about it. I was like, nah, I'm not eating that. It's just <laughs> <it's> too much. <laughs> Are you saying before you still would have, like if this was years ago, you still would have tried? I, I feel like I would have like ate around it years ago, but I decided, <laughs> nah, I got a son now. Um, yeah, yeah you got to take better care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am proud of you. I am. Um, yeah, otherwise, though, as far as any, you know, updates, now that we're recording every week, I don't feel like there's as massive of a health update or anything like that to give, but yeah, my feet are still hurting. Big story there, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, same otherwise. Update, by the time this episode comes out, uh, I'll be older, uh, so that's kind of sad. Oh, yeah. I already feel older. My body has felt old for a long time now. Uh, I'm finally, age-wise, I'm catching up to that. So, uh, <laughs> man, uh, just... Uh, the crippling dread that's heading my way. <laughs> I, I don't mean oh, to get man. on this again, but my gosh. Oh, I mean, I people have said since I was little, like people are super depressing. Oh, man, enjoy your life now. It gets bad when you get old. And what a depressing, yeah. terrible thing to tell a young person. Yeah, but we but, heard it a lot. Yeah, I definitely we heard, heard it a lot. lot. But I feel like the people that were saying that were at least in their 40s, if not 50s. Yeah, I'm just in my 30s, and I swear I feel like I've aged 20 years in the last five years. Yes, same. I feel so freaking old. Yeah, I'm in my my late 30s now, but I guarantee you, my body feels late 80s, 90s. (laughs) It's just just in the bones wise, like uh, yeah, yeah. My knees are so loud when I when I walk. Pop, Um, pop, pop, pop. Yeah, yeah. Literally, my knees will do this, but of course, like I've terrible knees but uh they will do what yours is saying but it feels like you know when these two gears that they (laughs) they move each other yeah but they're but they've kind of um rusted Uh uh-huh and so like it's hard and then you just go they're making a loud noise and it's really hard that's what (laughs) it feels like uh sometimes when i'm just trying to stand up (laughs) like it's just uh, not aligning it's a weird feeling isn't it like something yeah. needs to you you almost want it to pop at a certain point. Yes, like pop exactly. in the gear. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yep. And uh, I don't know. It's just like I expected this to happen later, and I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm 47 instead of 37. Yeah. <laughs> if that's even how old I am, I legitimately question that sometimes. I think that's right. Yeah. I yeah. Think that's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm really bad at math. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I mean, speaking of just bodies decaying. We played a game uh, today that from our childhood, from our childhood, that we both have strong memories of. 
Did you ever own this game or did you play it at yes. our house? You no, did I own it. it. Yes. I freaking everybody on this game. That's what blew me away. Yeah. I was thinking about that today. I was like, I remember you uh, you and Derek had it. A couple of my other friends had this game. I don't know why everybody had this game. Yeah. It's such a weird game. Such a weird game for everybody to have. I mean, you would think it was Duck Hunt or something. Yeah. But the game is Bayou Billy, or let me say it like the title screen, Bayou Billy. Yes. That's as close as I can get. Yeah. That's the first introduction to this game. Is they actually have a voice? There's a voiceover yes. of just reading the title of the game to you. And I, I kind of love that, honestly. Oh, I do too. But this is 1989 Konami, um, 1991 in Power Region. So it came out two years later. So 89, uh, it was based on a. So one of the big things about this game, and I'm going to get this out of the way, is there was a Japanese version that went by a different name. And then they made this version. And I assume Konami USA, because this is from Konami. I don't know if we said that. It's funny. It says Ultra. I think on the box it says Ultra, but then it says Konami on the title screen. Yeah. So, you know, obviously the same company. But the Japanese version, which goes by a different name, was a different game in a lot of ways. And Konami USA made some interesting choices, which we'll talk about when we talk about the difficulty. Um, But, and I just lost my point. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Bayou Billy. Oh, uh, based on 88 game from Japan, 89 North America, 91 Power Regions. So 89, this is, uh, you know, this is not a later NES game. It's, you know, it's right there in the, the prime of the NES. But it's um, Konami, right? But it's this Konami. When, yep. It's Konami. This is when they're starting to get into the groove. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I had, you know, if you're just looking at it on the outside from there, there should be a lot of things to look forward to in this game. Uh, it, uh, one of its selling points is that it's kind of like three different types of games in one. Yeah. So that's a selling point, right? Uh, one Absolutely. thing I think we also need to get out of the way is, and I get why, but everybody looks at this game and thinks that it's Australian or something, right? And we <laughs> we are America's Australian podcast. That's how I like to look at us. Yeah. Uh, we love Australia. For whatever reason, we play well to Australia. <laughs> uh, but we are really glad for that. Uh, however, the bayou is actually Louisiana area. Yeah, uh, it's like a it's like a small swamp like uh, place. And that's uh, the best description the, I've ever heard. Yeah, you're welcome. I watched a lot of Shrek, uh, <laughs> but it's uh, basically the main character looks a lot like uh, you know a stereotypical uh, you know like what uh, what was that movie uh, Crocodile, Crocodile Dundee, Dundee. yeah yeah type of thing. Which it looks like was Crocodile like, Dundee with no neck. <laughs> yeah. The Crocodile Dundee was huge for me as a kid. So, oh, yeah. We and I'm sure it. for a lot of other kids. Yeah, it's a great. It's a fun movie. I need to watch it. I haven't watched it in a long time. That's but. a good point, though. They definitely made him look like Crocodile Dundee. That was not an accident. Yeah. Yet it's set in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. So, But uh, yeah, the, the bayou is not that far from us. You know, we're in the southern eastern United States. It's further south than us, a lot further south. Yeah. But yeah. But Johnny, I think you mentioned there's three types of gameplay. And uh, I think the manual does a good job yes. of really introducing you to the game. Oh, this has one of the best <laughs> introductions of any game. And I know this sounds like hyperbole, but of any game ever. The the story and the character descriptions will oh my goodness. leave you breathless. <laughs> uh, would you like me to read the story? Yes, please. And, All right. Uh, so- make it as epic as it is because it deserves it 
so there's there's been like some movies set in the bayou that like have a sultry tone like the hot southern heat you know a little bit of a sensual tone so i'm going to try to channel that and i'm, I'm sure our family friendly listeners will appreciate that uh so this is the actual story from this 1989 konami game for the nintendo receiving the official seal of quality how far will you go for the girl of your dreams a long, black cottonmouth quietly snakes across the porch of your bayou bungalow. His moist, black, shining in the moonlight. It's so you- already, already, it's just des- describing a snake. Uh, this sounds very poetic, right? Like, they put a lot into <laughs> yes. it. I'm pretty sure, I've never read one of these, but I'm pretty sure this is how a lot of those romantic novels start. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you pay no mind to your visitor. You're too lost in love after walking your best girl, Annabelle. Oh, crap. She does have a name similar to my wife's name. (laughs) (laughs) Annabelle. So so I do want to point out before we continue that uh, this game is very uh, uh, politically correct and forward thinking in its treatment of of all sexes. Ahead of its time. Yes. So with that being said, Annabelle, the sweetest honey this side of a bee's nest, Home from the jumbo, <clears throat> home from the jambalaya jamboree, where you romantically bobbed for crawdads and shared a bowl of fillet gumbo. <laughs> Throwing every stereotype in the book. This is amazing. All right. You're also okay. Right. <laughs> You're also satisfied from smashing Gordon's, who's the gangster king of Bourbon Street, red beans and rice warehouse. <laughs> So when I first read this myself earlier, I thought it said, which it does, you smashed Gordon's red beans. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? But it's the red beans and rice warehouse. So he owns uh, uh, Uncle Ben. Is it Uncle Ben's that has the jambalaya rice? Rice rolling. I don't even know. I don't know. Zazafran's. There it is, Zazafran's. So Gordon owns Zazafran's. Uh, anyways, the fabled headquarters of a global smuggling network. Suddenly, a speeding limo peels across your moss-infested lawn. Bullets strafe your gutters, scaring birds from their roost and driving you to the ground. When the smoke clears, you see a rock beside your head with a note attached. It reads, Dear Mr. Bayou Billy, because of your meddling in my livelihood, I've taken measures to end your hankering for bravery. Your cherished Annabelle's hold up here on my plantation. And lessen you stop messing with my business, she ain't never going to grace your neck of the swamp again. Threateningly yours, Gordo. You crumple the note and holler like a riled gator. Fire dances in your eyes and sweat beads on your hands and forehead. You reach for your foot-long blade, knowing what you must do. Now, Trevor, there's a reason why he yelled like a gator. <laughs> Uh, and I'm going to tell you because this is the description of the character in the manual. Bayou Billy, raised. This is the first sentence to describe this guy. Raised by a family of gators, <laughs> <laughs> and they never oh. touch on this, right? <laughs> and this is the most interesting part of his mental story. He was raised oh by alligators. Uh, you've grown into a legend. You're a regular swamp superhero. And all the southern bells love your brute strength and Cajun charm. Of course, your heart is reserved for only one bell. And that bell is Annabelle Bon Viviant. An ex-Miss Louisiana, because of course she is. Annabelle is a cross between Scarlett O'Hara and 
Ellie May Clampett. <laughs> so they just pick like two attractive women. Uh, yeah. Makes sense, right? Uh, she's the most beautiful babe. I'm just reading what this is saying. <laughs> uh, beautiful babe in the bayou. A three-time cover girl for Swamp Digest. <laughs> Swamp Digest. That's my favorite. But my favorite part of this whole thing is that Bayou Billy, and they never, ever, this is the only time this is mentioned that I've seen. That's uh, not mentioned. I don't remember ever seeing it in the game or it brought up in the game. Anything that happens in the game that would make you even know or think this, but he was raised by alligators. <laughs> That's amazing. And unfortunately, I think the alligators ate his neck. If you scroll in that manual to the top right, there's a picture yeah. of him. That's yeah. also in the front of the box. He has no neck. Right. Yeah. He's a no neck. Not only does he have no neck, his head's not even sitting on his shoulders. It's sitting like sort of on his chest. <laughs> it's amazing. So, yeah, the, the manual is fantastic. And there's more good stuff in there. The enemies have goofy names. Yeah. Such as uh, Louis Torture and Black, Black Old Blue. Uh, migraine Mike, uh, <laughs> Jock Killstow, etc. Yeah, if you uh, if you happen to beat this game, and we'll get more to that later, uh, it actually goes through the cast, quote unquote, and you'll see all these names there that way too. Yes, oh man, so this game is three parts, uh, like Johnny said. Uh, I think before we can get into the graphics, let's say it's basically. Beat em up, driving, and light gun slash just arcade shooter. You right, can use so light gun Trevor, or let's just say we're both uh, we're both kids again, right? And of course we're nerds and we love Nintendo games. If somebody told you, hey, this one game has all these three different things in it, uh, I would be uh, really stoked yes. to play it. Yeah, yeah, nineteen eighty nine. Like this was before, uh, like Turtles arcade game for the NES was later than this, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, but I. When was the first Ninja Turtle game uh, for the Nintendo come out? Like, I feel like the very... I feel like it was around this time. Um, it had to be because this felt... Uh, this Man, it was not the same kind of game, but it, it the DNA was there. Yeah, so it was 89 and also yeah. Konami, yeah. That makes sense to me. Uh, we haven't gotten to the music yet, but uh, it felt very... Uh, yeah. The music and how this game played felt very much first Ninja Turtles to me. Uh, but... Uh, Trevor, are you ready to let's talk about some graphics? Yeah, graphics. graphics. Let's get to it. All right, well, 1989. Yeah, Konami, a well-known company, uh, putting out some that that put out some. This was. Uh, you know, when Katami is starting to catch their stride, putting out some mm-hmm. good games, right? Uh, how did you feel this game uh, looked overall? I mean, it's an early, kind of early Nintendo. Well, is this early Nintendo or kind of mid-Nintendo? I, I would say mid-Nintendo, but Mid-Nintendo. it's yeah. definitely not that later era when games truly started looking different. Like, this was before that time. Yeah. And I would, I, I like the way the game looked. I would say it's comparable to maybe the first Double Dragon or Ninja Turtles, the first Ninja Turtles. Yes, yeah. Um, it's not, you know, one of the best looking games on the NES, but it's really solid. The colors are good. Bayou Billy looks good. He actually does have a neck unlike the front of the box. Um, the enemies aren't super diverse, but there are multiple different enemies designs. Um, the 
I would say the graphics are well above average. Um, and uh, yeah, not not great, but well above average. I agree. They are above average. Not bad at all. Nothing to sneeze at. Definitely yeah. gets the job done. Uh, the your main character sprite is pretty sweet and and, and colorful. Uh, and uh, yeah, I I can't fault how this game looks. It's not the best looking Nintendo game, but it's definitely not the worst looking one either. No, and Annabelle is a uh, a very attractive lady. It's stunning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I would buy you her Billy. <laughs> oh my goodness. See, I'm trying to think like I would crocodile her Dundee. <laughs> there's a lot to say about the gameplay, and I'm totally ignoring that. There's a lot to say about the gameplay in this. So I feel pretty good moving on. I would because, Louisiana her buy you. <laughs> my goodness. You basically use the same joke twice. Uh-huh. There's three distinct parts, but I think we can talk about that in the gameplay. Like I don't I agree. Just overall the graphics are solid. There's really no issue here. Run smooth. There's not a lot of flicker, just a little bit. Like, you know, that flicker slowdown, not a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, looks good. I agree. But how does it sound? Let's talk about that sound. Music. Uh, let's get into it. So I wrote a note, believe it or not. I wish you would have paused more. Chris needs the help. Sorry, Chris. Pause for effect. Did not happen. I just, after Johnny's weird little, <laughs> let's get into it. I get tired of saying it the same way every time. But I, try I just to embellish. In my mind, I'm just thinking, please, God, let it in. And I try to move on to the next thing as quick as I can. Behind the scenes, our producer, Chris, who... Uh, you know, is a, just a, a real sweetheart of a man, of a person. Our whole show's behind the scenes. We have no secrets. That's true. <laughs> uh, we keep forgetting that in between these segments, if we leave a little room, it really helps him out when he's editing. Yes. And, uh, and we should just, help him out. Trevor just just <laughs> pulled him through that garage before the door was closed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Anyways, my note I wrote was the level one music is grooving. Uh, I like it. I actually turn the volume up, and it sounds better when the volume's up, which is always a good sign. For it very much reminded me of the Ninja Turtles music, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it did. Definitely. Very similar. The original. Very similar feel to it. Especially yeah, the, the original. original. Yeah. That's the one I mean. Yeah, the original, very first one. But I, but I liked it, and I don't know how many different tracks there are, but I do know that each section, the driving, the beat-em-up, and the shooting, each at least have different music. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. That I don't know that that first-level tune, which we'll get to, that's what I mostly heard. Um, yes. It's is, is grooving. It's got a good sound to it. It's worth turning up. Yeah, also, I like that one. Uh, also, the one of the sounds that really will stand out is uh, if you are lucky enough to get to a driving part, is no matter the surface that your vehicle is on, any turn it makes, anytime you're hitting a curve. Uh, and all the driving sections are, think Rad Racer. It's that kind of type it is. Uh, your tires will make what I think is trying to be a squeal, a squealing noise. <laughs> and it's very funny because it's so constant. Yeah. <laughs> it never stops. Yeah. Uh, old me was thinking, all I thought about was, man, they're really expensive tires. <laughs> yes. They're burning through them every turn. Yeah. 
I don't know why old NES games did that. Like they thought you couldn't make a sharp turn without all the tires squealing constantly. Yeah. Like cars can turn around pretty sharp turns. <laughs> but my favorite sound effect uh, was when Billy dies, which spoiler alert, you hear it a few times. Yeah. When he dies, he goes, it's, it's, it's actually pretty cool sounding. Um, yeah. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> um, I don't know what else to say about the music. Uh, I think we covered it. We're good. There's a big elephant in the room, and I think it's time we drag him out and uh, turn him into to, uh, elephant burgers. I don't know about that, but gameplay, uh, let's uh, get into it. Why don't we? See, that time... I didn't embellish it at all, and it was boring. But I also but gave the proper, proper But you pause. gave the appropriate pause. You sure did. All right, so the gameplay, Trevor, what is this elephant, so-called elephant in the room? All right, so you start off um, with, in the first level. It's just a standard beat-em-up. Think Double Dragon or TMNT, the arcade game. Yep. That's definitely how it looks. And the first enemy you see, the first enemy, the most yeah, basic. the very first one. one. Basic thugs. Yeah, so you should be able to take this out, uh, you know, uh, you know, and just take this and figure out. I mean, this the enemy should be so easy, and you're able to figure out your buttons, right? Yes. Yeah. So I did a scientific experiment, and I'm going to say this up front because this colors the whole experience. The first most basic enemy, and sometimes you're facing three of them at a time, but the first one you face, eleven punches, or nine kicks, or six flying drop kicks. 11 hits to take out the first basic enemy. Yeah. Freaking and that is And that is not pointing out the fact that in between, anytime he's hit, he will hit you back. Yes. And there's nothing, if you have no weapon, there's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) So, every beat-em-up I've ever played, from the aforementioned Double Dragon, Streets of Rage, you name it, when you hit an enemy, there's like a little pause. They bend over, they yeah, slouch over. You've stunned over. them, yeah. And this, they just keep going and they bowl over you. They're going to get their hits in, regardless of what you do. So you're yeah. going to get hit almost every fight. And yeah, in those so other annoying. games, uh, it's it sets it up where like you can do combos and stuff. Because like if you hit them, like they're stunned. You know, like it kind of would be in a fight. If I get hit, I'm stunned for sure. Yes. And but in Bayou Billy, even the most common enemy doesn't they're not faced until you've knocked them on the ground and i want to make it clear we're not missing something here i scoured the the manual very closely i watched a video on youtube of a guy or or girl whoever who played this game and the con and the main thing that made me play this was uh complete playthrough no deaths right wow and in fairness they may they never died however during his first part, before he got the long-range weapons and stuff, yeah, uh, he got awfully close a lot of times because he was getting his butt. Yeah. Like, he'd hit them, and then he'd hit him right back. He'd hit them. They're just trading licks, as they say. Yeah. This is one of those games where you could master it. You could get as good as a human being could get at this game, and you're still going to get hit sometimes. It's, <laughs> it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, you would have to play it to understand how ridiculous. You could die. Without trying, you could realistically die on the first basic enemy you face. Yeah. And then after that, 
you face two or three of basically the same enemy at once, and you could definitely die on that second screen. Like, you really have to be focused to not die there. And again, we're not missing anything. There's only a punch, a kick, and if you press both buttons together, which is kind of did remind me of the later Turtles beat-em-ups, if you press both buttons together, it's a drop kick thing. That's a double dragon thing for sure. Double dragon, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a drop kick, like double dragon. And I, I did discover that apparently the drop kick is almost twice as powerful as the punches. So it kind of makes you think, why would you punch? The punch and, is useless because you're guaranteed to get hit right back from a punch yeah. for sure. Cause you gotta I, be just closer. The range is way closer. I, I thought I was hoping the punch was more powerful just because it's harder to use without getting hit, but it's not the kick. Yeah. The basic kick is more powerful than the punch. Yeah, for sure. So, Oh my goodness. I mean, I was playing it thinking this this has to be wrong. There has to be something going on here. And I'm just going to go and say this, and I'm not going to say too much because my Bliss Quiz is very focused on the differences between the Japanese and the English version of this game. <laughs> okay. But I'm going to say, first of all, I love Konami. But screw you, Konami USA, and whoever <laughs> made the decisions to change this game. Because I'm just going to say it now. This game, we said it. Beat them up, driving, shooting. This game could have been fun as heck. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was when it originally came out. That's what makes me mad. But Konami USA, and there's two ways you can look at this. Either A, they didn't want kids to beat it in a weekend and feel cheated. Or B, and this is what I think happened, they didn't want kids to beat it in a weekend and either return it or just rent it. They want, So they decided it needed to be harder. But this game... It was based on a Japanese game, which will reveal the name of the Bliss Quiz. What, you know what's weird, though? Because I guarantee you that you're on to something there. But what's weird is Nintendo has a history, especially in the early Nintendo days, of making the American versions of games easier. Yeah, that was <laughs> not the case with this one. So this will help you on the Bliss Quiz, but I, it won't totally give it away. Johnny, the first enemy takes 11 punches or 9 kicks in yeah, that's Billy. Guess how many the game... The people who made the game, the talented people at Konami, and this is why I hold hope that they were talented even in 1989, because the game they made originally, guess how many hits the basic enemies take? I want to assume it's less because it sounds like it's a better version of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with uh, five. Two. Two hits. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I watched videos. Two kicks or punches. You're, all those enemies, gone. And that, it's, and it's that would make like it feel beat them up, basically. They'd make them way more. That's way more beat em up ish, right? Yeah. That's the point that really disappointed me with this game is uh, I think I can speak for you on this. We adore beat em ups, right? Like, that's one yeah. of my favorite genres. Uh, one of the, my most anticipated games this year, of course, is the Ninja Turtle beat em up. Uh, oh, you know, I'm too. also very much looking forward to like the next uh, River City Ransom Girls uh, game that's supposed to be coming out, I think, this year too, or it's either this year or next year. Like, we love that genre. It's one of our favorites. Mm -hmm. And it was such a major disappointment that this one plays the way it does. Because it's just, it's not, it's it was funny at first to me. Yeah. (laughs) Because of how ridiculous it is. But then it's just sad, right? Because I want to see more of this game. You can't see the rest of the stinking game. And it's amazing to me that the game was designed well. Like, that's why you want to see more of it. Because you can actually tell it's kind of designed pretty well. It looks good. It sounds good. But they literally ruined the game just so kids couldn't beat it so quick okay i get it maybe the game almost said the name there almost spoiled it 
maybe the <laughs> game that was originally designed, which by the way, it was the same like Bayou setting and everything. It was it looked the same and all that. Um, but maybe it was a little too easy. Okay, make the enemies take four hits. Yeah. But don't they went crazy? What were they thinking? Did they not try? I don't think they tried it out. So there's nine levels, and they're briefly outlined in the manual. I'm going to just flat out say, I'll get to the practice mode in a minute because I think we were both able to try all the different types of levels because there is a practice mode. We'll get to that. But just playing the game legit, and people are going to laugh or think, yeah, because you guys suck at games, but try it. Try it without save states. In fairness, try it without a game genie, which, by the way, there's not any real cheats for the game. I'll get to that too. I did not, and I played, Johnny's probably going to laugh at this. I played probably 20 minutes yesterday and probably close to an hour today. It, it felt like an hour. It might have been 40 minutes or something. <laughs> so I put it over an hour into Bayou Billy. Yeah. How far did you get? I never beat the first level. Oh, man, you should be ashamed of yourself. Did you, you make really it like should. level five or something? Oh, total. Nah, it's the same as you. Uh, I didn't put as much time into it. Uh, what I did instead was like, I'm never going to get past this. I'm going to yeah. watch other people get past this. <laughs> we know how freaking bad it got. Let me walk you through the first level. So the first enemy you face is a normal dude. And you realize, holy crap, he takes 11 hits to kill. You move yeah. over one uh, screen. Full disclosure, that first guy took out a couple of my uh, life, little life pegs. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> So here's the thing. In the American version of the game, I feel like the enemies take as many hits to die as you do, at least as many. Each enemy, and there's so many of them. The next screen, you face two of the same dudes. Then you face three on the next screen, and one of them is like a a different-looking dude, and he's throwing knives and stuff. Okay, cool point. And again, it just makes me mad they ruined the game with the difficulty. You can pick up knives and throw them, uh, sticks. uh, Yeah, very much double dragon-ish. You can pick up their weapons once you knock it out of their hands. You keep going a while, you have more fights, you almost die. Thank goodness the only saving grace is the enemies do drop chickens, like whole rotisserie chickens. Yes. And they totally refill your health. Yeah. Which seems really generous, but that health will be gone in no time. Yeah. And they really don't give you that many. No, there's not it. many. There's well, just enough that you can make it. Is. There's just enough that you can make it through to the next screen, but then yeah. the next screen you may not have one, so you die. Yes. Yes. Um and eventually, after several screens of this, like you'll probably have like one or two pegs of health, you enter a lake area and there's alligators and you're like, oh God. But thankfully, they're sane. You don't fight these alligators. You can actually cross through the water and if you're quick enough, they won't attack you. Okay, good. Yeah. You have a couple more screens. Things get really hard. They start throwing boulders at you. Some of the dudes do. Then you get to another lake area and you probably have like two pegs of health now. And this time, you have to fight the alligators. Yep. You have to punch them in the face like 20 times a piece. Two of them. I thought you would like this, though. You love fighting animals. River King? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The the animals in River King put up a fair fight. These just cheat. So, yeah, you're you're punching these alligators in the face. It's just amazing, honestly. Uh, And they do drop chicken. The alligators do drop chicken. But sometimes it gets lost in the water and you can't find it. Like, yes. Oh. <laughs> oh man, you're so tr- that's so true. Like it'll literally fall in the water, and you just have to walk back and forth till hopefully you run over yes. it. <laughs> so I thought, okay, this has got to be the end of the level. I just 
punched alligators in the face, who apparently were my family, by the way. But whatever. Yeah, they raised you. <laughs> they raised you. But it's not the end of the level. You keep yeah. going. And now there's scuba divers you have to fight. Scuba divers. What the heck? And this guy with a big board that's trying to whack you over the head. But the scuba divers, some of them have guns. And now you can carry a gun. And that was pretty cool. Yeah. Did you make with it With limited ammo, though. Yes, very like eight bullets. If you press select, you use your gun. If you press it again, you go back to punching and kicking. The gun is awesome, but spoiler, some of the, the scuba divers, like I guess they're wearing metal shields. They can't be hit with the gun. Yeah. But it is great. But you're running out of ammo super quick. Like, okay, surely that's all. No, there's another screen with more scuba divers. And then there's another screen, and then I think that might be it. And it's just like, actually, you know what? I said I think that might be it. It's not, because I died there. I never made it any further. Yeah, there's, there's like a super powerful white scuba diver with a white suit. I never finished him. It's, I mean, I feel like I had to be almost to the end of the level, but it just keeps going. And I actually thought you've got to be kidding me. How is this? I think level you were close. Over? Yeah, I think you were oh. close. But let's, uh, we obviously were saying that the beat 'em up level levels are very disappointing. Uh, if just you're able, they're impossible. Yeah, if you're if if you're able to somehow get a whip out of one of the characters, which I don't think you can get to till the, until the next beat em up level from what I saw. Yeah. I never got there personally, but in the video I saw, that yeah. whip is pretty sweet. So if you can get that whip, it literally will even knock back bullets and everything. So yeah. that whip is awesome. Uh, but Trevor, let's talk about the driving sections now. All right. So, so like just, I, like I said say before, though, the, the, how yeah, we played these, though, is there's a practice mode where you can try yes. each of the gameplay types. Yes. So yes. yeah, the driving levels. Thankfully. All right. So like I said earlier, think uh, in the style of Rad Racer, well, any early Nintendo racing game, honestly, really. And uh, you're in a vehicle, and you can you can shoot, right? I think you can. You can shoot, you can, and you can throw grenades. Yeah. Up. <laughs> yes. Uh, but the most the most of the time, we're just going to be hearing your car tires just quote unquote squealing. That's most of what you'll hear anyway, no matter what yeah. you're doing. <laughs> uh, but man, I. Don't know how I felt about this section. Like, <laughs> I was really torn, and it was probably because I just spent all that time ha- having my butt handed to me by just normal <laughs> mundane enemies. Uh, I don't know how. How did you feel about the driving? Do you think they did it well? <laughs> so I don't want to give too much away, but Konami USA screwed this up too. I'll just leave it at that. This was not supposed to be this frustrating. Um, so here's here's my note on this. <laughs> You can play each of the practice levels, and I don't know if the original game had the practice levels, but my theory is these were added because there's no way kids are going to get to play the whole game otherwise, like to play all the different gameplay types. <laughs> but if you beat the practice level, and it's just supposed to be a practice level, for each of the gameplay types, you get an award. So like if you beat the driving, um, if you beat the fighting practice, you get, <laughs> you get a meatball is what they call it, which basically one time refills your health when you die, one time. If you beat the driving, I can't remember. I think you might get extra. Uh, it's something. And if you beat the shooting part, you get extra bullets. Um, but I could not beat the freaking driving practice level to get the bonus. I yeah, couldn't I beat the practice beat level. Yeah, I didn't beat it either. I got super, super close, but I died like the very finish line. 
It's so frustrating. And it's and it's long too, right? Yes. You want uh, it to because you got a bar because you got like a bar above you that actually tells you how far you need to go. Yeah. And I just felt like that thing was just inching ever so slowly. <laughs> because the driving parts and the shooting parts, which you're about to get to, do the same thing that Back to the Future game for NES did. It's one hit kill. Back then it's back to the start. You don't have a life bar. One yeah. hit in the Jeep. You hit a stump in the road, you're gone. A bullet, you're gone. And so anything you do, you're dead. And then you have to start it over again. So it's just, it feels way too long because of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I couldn't even way beat the difficult. practice level to get the stupid bonus. Well, let's talk about the shooting level. All right. So famously in this game, it has shooting levels where you actually could use a, the, you know, the Nintendo light gun if you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, or you could use the controller, which is obviously what we did because I was playing on a modern, or what I did because I was on a modern TV. Um, yeah. and you're just as any kind of shooter, you're just shooting bad guys as they're popping up. Basically, yeah. it just auto scrolls and you shoot them. You don't do yeah. anything else. It's not bad. Of course, I'd use the controller too, because. But thankfully, and I will give them that much credit. Thankfully, they didn't require the zapper. You yeah. choose game A or game B from the main menu screen. You want game B if you have to use the controller, right? And you just yeah. move the cursor with the D pad and shoot. But, and Johnny. <laughs> Like I said, if you beat the, I think if you beat the shooting level in practice, you get extra bullets. Yeah. That's because uh, Konami USA again struck their fist and said, yeah, you're not going to get many bullets. And uh, yeah. So you only have very limited bullets in these shooting parts. But which is fair, which is hilarious because these shooting parts are lengthy. Yes. With multiple enemies who shoot at you constantly. And I'm not even talking, I haven't even brought up the guys on the motorcycles. Who take multiple shots yeah. to kill, not just one shot. To be fair, I did beat the practice on the shooting part. I thought it was the easiest of the of the three. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, I guess I would argue it's the best done of the three different styles in this game. But which is sad for me because it was the one I mean, I like those type of games, but it's the one I was least the style I was least interested in. So yeah. but it's playable. It's kind of it is. It, it's playable, it's fine. It's the one I think maybe it was the least screwed up. At least yeah. the, ver- the practice level at least was less screwed up than the other ones from Kami yes. USA. Yes. Because um, it's still playable. Oh, but that's the three parts. And again, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit this. I tried beating that first level legit. Oh, by the way, I did finally beat the practice beat-em-up level to get my meatball. It was super hard, though, for a one-time bonus. Yeah. Worth I started it. using... <laughs> What was it worth it? No, no. <laughs> so here's how bad it got. I wanted to beat the first level, at least see the end of it. I started using save states every time I beat up a few thugs and made a little progress. I would save it on my retron, and I still couldn't beat the first freaking level. All right, like so it kept going. Um, obviously, man, you did not beat this game. No, I did watch the video of the guy who beat of the person who beat it. Nine levels, gosh. And uh, they beat it in less than an hour without getting hit. But they, I mean, without dying, they did get hit a bunch, but they never died. Do you want to know what happens at the end? Sure. It's just, it's very obvious. You know, uh, you read in the manual, they made it sound like you're going to get something really amazing if you beat this game, if you put in all this work. All you get is this cutscene of him rescuing his Annabelle and they just talk to each other. They have a conversation about how much they love each other. 
and uh, they a little kiss, and then the end. Wow, the, the credits roll, and you get to see all those funny names that you were mentioning. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> wow, so worth it. Yeah. Oh man, very much so. I'm just getting mad thinking about how good this game could have been if they didn't just make think, it hard because they were being jerks. <laughs> I think it's this game's legacy, right? What could yeah. have been? Yeah. yeah. What was in another country? That's why it's so bad. That makes me even more mad because I didn't know that yeah. until now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's it. There's the practice of the three different levels. You do get a small bonus if you beat each one, which, by the way, I do like that. I just wish it made a difference. Um, and I because I wanted to beat the level – I did try to do all the bonuses, <laughs> but yeah. Then you got game A or game B. The only difference is uh, the lot gun and the shooting stages are not. Uh, nine stages. Can't tell you what any of them are except for the first one. Um, but uh, they, I knew they all take place for like around the bayou in Louisiana. I know the last level is the plantation because it tells you that in the manual. But honestly, it's prohibitively difficult. Prohibitively difficult. Do you have anything else to say before we review this sucker? No, you're right. It's very, uh, very difficult. And I don't know why for the longest time the cover art. I remember always liking it as a kid. Yeah, it really is colorful and everything. But you're right. He has no neck. (laughs) (laughs) It really stands out now that you pointed it out to me. Uh, So that was pretty funny. But yeah, this game is just so hard. Uh, I'm very curious what our scores are going to be. So let's get to that. Final scores, let's get into it. All right, Trevor, I think this one's going to be tough for me and you both. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'll go first. Because strangely enough, despite the fact that I didn't, I remember this brought back a lot of memories. Play this again, yeah. <laughs> which anytime anybody anytime uh, anybody brought up this game for whatever reason, just random, randomly saying it, a smile would creep over my face just because I remember yeah. it and I had yeah. it, and I don't know why. I've never, no matter my age, never ever accomplished anything in this game. <laughs> ever it's so hard so difficult so many weird strange decisions made about a game that i should have loved as a kid because they had everything going for it except apparently the weird decisions that konami america made so i really wish that i'd also that i had also had access to the original japanese one just so i could compare and because I, I really feel like from what you're saying uh, that I would give a score obviously way better on that uh-huh. version, but also I'd probably approve of it and would want to play it a lot. Yeah. This version, however, that we got is one of those to me that is just so like I want my friends to play it who don't know of it. Just the first part, just to see their face get frustrated and then we'll just go do something else. Right. Yeah. Like it's just, it's a really short time. Uh man I, I don't care to play this again except for i have that feeling like let's say it's 10 years from now men you're talking you're like hey you remember by you billy i'm like hey let's go play it and then we'll play it. i don't know why we would do that but something tells me we would do that yeah and a part of me would be kind of happy that we're trying it again i don't yeah. know why 
that's despite me knowing without a shadow of a doubt that this game is awful. They made some awful decisions that really ruined this game. Well, it's not awful. I think it's more that the decisions made destroyed the game. Yeah, destroyed (laughs) it. So with that being said, I feel like I would give the Japanese version uh, and a, a Retro Bliss approved score. However, that's not the version we got. It pains me to do this to, for this era of a Konami game, but I'm going to give this. This is where this is tough, not only because of nostalgia, yeah. uh, but because I didn't think it was fun. It was hard, and it really took out. Uh, after I laughed after that first part of getting beat up by the just the first couple bad guys I saw, <laughs> uh, that wears off pretty quick, <laughs> uh, and it gets more annoying. Um, but also, I mean, they – they obviously put a lot into this game too at the same time. So this is difficult. <laughs> I'm going to give this a, and this is only because they put the practice in there so I can actually try the other modes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give this a two and a half. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Cause you can do that. Uh, I did like, no, you know, I'm talking myself into a three. I'm going to go with three because <laughs> I think the music was pretty good. And, um, I do, and I think they actually did the shooting uh, sections. Those are actually done fairly decently. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a three on those strengths uh, right there. But I honestly feel like if I played the Japanese version, I feel like I'd be above a five easy from the sounds of it. So, But three for me for Bayou Billy. So, yeah, this, uh, this, is, I, this is the first time I remember a time like this where I know there's a good game in there. And there's documented proof because you can find the Japanese version online. I know there's a good game in there. And like you said, something about me wanted to play it. And something about me kind of still thinks fondly of it, which is weird. Yes. Because playing it is pretty miserable, honestly. Mm-hmm. But like I love the cover, like you said, even with no neck. Uh, I have no intentions of getting rid of the game. I mean, of course, I've also not got rid of Bubsy, so that doesn't mean anything. But I just I can't stress enough that you will not see so there's no the konami code doesn't work for this game there's no real cheats for the american version um there's no way to cheat your way through the game even with save states i truly do not believe that most people listening to my voice right now will ever see say level five much less the ending naturally just playing it i just don't think you will i dare you to play it just to find out you will struggle Especially without save states, you will struggle to beat that first level. Struggle, struggle, struggle. And that's ridiculous. The first level in a non-level game, how many kids do you think ever beat the first level? I realized we never did. But something you said made me feel a little bit better because I I still don't hate the game for some reason. I mean, I kind of do. I was getting really frustrated, but it's ridiculous. It's absurd, but I don't hate it. But what you said, you can do the practice mode and at least get a taste of each of the three modes. That helps a little bit. And I realize now as kids, apparently that's the only way we ever played the other modes because I know we never beat the first level. I feel like without having played it, because spoiler alert, it's not super cheap. It's like 50 bucks to get the Japanese version, which is a shame. Um, <laughs> Bayou Billy's dirt cheap, but the Japanese version isn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, I'm sure there's ways to play it, you know, but not officially. Um, I feel like if it's it's fair all the way through, and it appears to be from what I've seen, 
I honestly think I would give it a seven, seven and a half. I think Same. the bones Same. of this game are yeah. that good. Like, Same. If Konami America didn't screw this up and drop the ball so hard, just so kids wouldn't beat it in a weekend and return it, which I think is what they're trying to prevent. But they overdid it to such a degree that they ruined it. But you know what? I'm still going to give it a four. I'm still going to give it a four. Because um, I can't recommend it. It's it's impossible. You'll never beat the first level. You right. won't. But, but like you said, it's got really good bones. <laughs> yeah, but I know there's something good there, so I'm giving it a yeah. four. Not Retro Bliss approved. No. Find a way to play the original Japanese version, which I'll reveal the name. Like you can't Google it yourself. But I'll re- <laughs> reveal the name in the Bliss quiz. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So not retroblitz approved. Nope. Trevor, I think it's time for us to give ourselves a little break. Let's go fishing on the bayou. And in the meantime, let's play this commercial. Would you get your hands on Konami's new video game? Starring me, that Ray Junkage by your belly pants for the first time ever. Konami combines hand to hand combat with driving, shooting, and of course, zapping. In one swamp, stomping adventure. The Adventures of Bayou Billy for Nintendo. It all starts when I get out this here swamp. You really give me wild now. All right. Now I think it's time, Trevor, for everybody's favorite segment that we sometimes forget about, but this time we won't. It's time for Fan Bliss Feedback. the feedback up and i still said the wrong thing <laughs> fan feedback <laughs> look on your face what's sheer terror why did you pause so much you gave me a chance to say the wrong thing <laughs> what did you say feedback? i don't know why i said bliss i don't know why i said it <laughs> you made a point before we started recording to me you made a point to me say hey don't forget about fan feedback i was like okay i won't and i even wrote it down so i wouldn't forget <laughs> Hey, let's give Chris a pause right here. Like I said the first time without screwing up, this is the fan feedback. I posted on Instagram. <laughs> Leave that pause in. <laughs> yeah. Yes, this is where you can go to our, our Instagram, which is just Retro Bliss on Instagram or fa- our Facebook page. Uh, give us a like and follow on there and, uh, and interact with us. Trevor, I have our Instagram up and ready to go, so let me just do that real quick. Okay, it should I'm be done. really quick. <laughs> I'm done. All right. All right. But Here's on our- Facebook, <laughs> we had a shocking amount of uh, feedback for us, and I think it's because everybody had this game. So Christopher Skull said the concept of this game was awesome. I tried to make myself like this game back in the day, but the fighting levels were just too hard for me. Yep. Chalk one up to agree there. Daniel Chavez, I consider Daniel Chavez a friend, but comments like this, we might have to kick him out of the group. (laughs) He said the sequel, Bay I. William, is pretty good. So I'll be honest, it took me a minute to get that. So it's Bay U. Billy, so I know Bay I. William. That's actually pretty good. Uh, Keith Jones said, we had this when I was a kid, the very meaning of Nintendo hard. My brother and I were massive crocodile dundee fans we loved it so much though we loved it 
so much, though, that the difficulty couldn't stop us, and we just get it good. I don't think we quite finished it, but we definitely got through all the different types of gameplay. I can still that, hear That's him. impressive, honestly. It is. He said we just got good, but that's the problem. I don't feel like – I mean, you will – if you just do it enough times, you'll eventually make some progress just from the law of nature, I think. But yeah. I don't think this is a game you can really get good at. There's no depth to it. It's just not that kind of game. Like it's – I don't know. I don't – unless you really dedicated your life to it, I don't think you would truly get good at the game. It's just not – I just don't feel like it's that kind of game. But good on you. That's awesome. He said he can still hear the noises he makes when he dies. And you definitely earned your Chinese meal playing this one. I agree with that. Adam Beswick says three types of gameplay in one, scroll and beat them up, light gun driving. Should have been one of the greatest games ever if it wasn't so hard. The Famicom version is much easier and much more fun. Again, basically they're echoing exactly what we said. Retro Ohio Gamers said, oh man, this game is frustrating and fun at the same time. It's cool that it uses the controller and the light gun, though. Brian J. Finch, number one game I rented for NES. Never beat it. <laughs> Christopher Kellogg, I like the first level. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's what we saw the most. <laughs> yep, that's what we saw. Yeah, thanks for that feedback. Um, yeah, this is a yep, this is a weird one. Like we said, it is uh it's good, except just not the version we got to play. That's right. Very much. Appreciate all the feedback. Now let's get into everybody's favorite part of the show. That, of course, now you can say it, Trevor, is the Fantastic Bliss Quiz. Oh, want to go first sure so i've been biting my tongue and I'm, i made the bliss quiz a little easier on you by actually revealing some tidbits here and there but i'm biting my tongue because i want to talk about the japanese version of this game and now we are so what is the japanese title for the much more much more fair game before konami america ruined it so even before <laughs> even before our review i was saying that so what was the <laughs> title three choices a Crazy Dundee, B, Mad City, C, Bayou Bill. I'm going to go with A, Crazy Dundee. No, Crazy Dundee would have been a good name, but it was Mad City. Mad City? Yes, and it's not a great name, but no. a much better game. <laughs> That's one thing Konami America got right. The name is much better for the game. Yeah. The Bayou Bill is ups- much better. The sequel's Upset Town. <laughs> yes, but Mad City is the one you need to check out if you want a good version of this game. All right, so my bliss quiz, Trevor, is painfully easy. It is set up for you to win this bliss quiz. If you don't win this bliss quiz, I you should look at your family with shame. <laughs> That's how easy this is. All right, number one, who was the actor that portrayed the legend Crocodile Dundee? Here are your choices. A, was it Paul Hogan? B Hulk Hogan, <laughs> C, Hollywood Hogan, or D, Hogan's Heroes. Trevor, who was the actor who was Crocodile Dundee? Paul Hogan. Correct. Correct. You got one right. And I, in the interest of uh, fairness in recording, 
And uh, full disclosure, as you were saying that, a dried up booger fell out of my nose. <laughs> it, just, it fell out and hit the desk. It was really gross. It was dried up. It was not as gross yeah. as it could have been. Yep. Yeah. But, all right, Johnny, that was pretty easy. Um, and I appreciate it. Your second one, you're going to learn more about what Konami did, which was not a change that Konami America made to the NES version to make it more punishing. So all these were actual changes they made. Which one did I make up? A, they gave you fewer bullets in the shooting stages. B, an additional boss fight at the end. C, more aggressive enemies in the beat-em-up sections. Or D, narrower roads in the driving sections, which is not true. Um, the one with the extra boss fight. You got it right. So not only do the enemies go from roughly two to roughly ten hits each, but they actually made them more aggressive. Like we were saying, they just relentlessly attack you even if you hit them. Yeah, they're Terminators. Yeah. They like being over and reacted in the Japanese one. They give you less bullets in the shooting stages. And Johnny, I had to look this up to confirm it. The road is actually made more narrow on the driving section on the American <laughs> version. It's nice and wide on the Japanese one. So you have room Man. to dodge stuff. It's oh, so freaking unnerving. All right. So the score is one to one. One to one. Trevor, this is the most difficult question on mine. Uh, which statement is not true about bayous? Okay. All right. A, the term bayou is native to Louisiana. B, the biggest bayou is called the Bayou Bartholomew. C, the nickname of the bayou is the Napping Waters. Or D, alligator hunters in the bayou are chosen via a lottery. Which one of those is false? What was the first one? The term bayou is native to Louisiana. I want to say that one's false. Incorrect. Oh. Uh, it is native to Louisiana. The wow. one uh, that is wrong is the nickname of the bayou is the Napping Waters. It's actually called the Sleeping Waters. Oh, you jerk. I thought it <laughs> might be something close to that. Yeah. All right. That's fine. I make up for it. You won't call me a jerk when you get to the third question. I promise. <laughs> so your third and final question is, again, about the changes made to the NES version. Again, which of these was not a change they made for the NES version? So all these things were changed except for the one you want. A, there's only one ending in the NES version, while the Famicom version had four. B, there's more, more revealing clothing on Annabelle compared to the Japanese version. C, there's a playable female character that was removed for the American version. Or D, many color swaps at various points, which was not a change. Uh, D just sounds too boring to not be one of those. Um, so you had the endings were stripped down to just one. Uh, more revealing clothing for the main character in the American version. We'll or go playable female character. So that was a red herring because you would think it would be the opposite. But no joke, Annabelle was much more modest in the Japanese version. They stripped mm. her down to Daisy Dukes and stuff in the American version. No, the, yeah. the false one was the playable female character. Oh. So there was four endings in the Famicom version, only one in the U.S. version. Uh, yeah. Mm. And there was All some right. weird color swaps, too, where things look quite a bit different. But, yeah. All right, so here's your chance to win, Trevor. And you can look at your family with pride and they'll nice know that you're first time yeah they'll know that yeah uh there's a very famous scene in the remake of 310 to yuma where christian bell's character is looking at his wife and he goes i'm tired of how they look at me he's talking about all the uh, the people in town 
And also, I'm tired of how you don't. Uh, so, mm-hmm. very powerful line. Also, honestly, underrated film. Awesome movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, remember that. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Trevor, <laughs> number three. What is the Louisiana State tree? Okay, are you ready? Okay. Your choices. A, is it the bald cypress? B, is it the wig cypress? C, is it the mullet cypress? Or D, is it the you're just getting old Cypress? Which one of those is, <laughs> is a century for Louisiana? Bald wig, you're just getting old. What was the other one? Mullet. Well, oh, bald. <laughs> correct. Yeah. That's correct. I don't know how you got that. I don't either. So, uh, Trevor, you win this week's Bliss Quiz. Fair Maybe square. Matt won't feel so bad if he goes back and listens to this one because the mighty Johnny <laughs> has fallen. <laughs> just like the bald Cypress before me. Wow, let's buy you Billy. Buy your belly. Buy your belly. Uh, yeah, that was impressive that you had a whole audio there, though, for a Nintendo game. Yeah, it was. Nintendo game. Yeah. Uh, so that was Buy You Billy. Um, next time on Pocket Reviews, what are we doing? Do we know? Uh, Metal Slug Advance. That's right, Metal Slug Advance. It's a Trevor yeah. pick. And then after that, the next retro list is what? Have we said for sure? Um, I, I know a big one's coming soon. I don't know if it's that one or not. Yeah, it won't be next because we're gonna need time for that. I so know one I wanted saying. to play, but I want to play it together <laughs> with COVID being what it is. We might have to reserve the right to uh, decide. All right. Well, we haven't decided yet. Yep. Sorry, I brought it up. Uh, great podcasting for me. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, thanks for uh, joining us, you blisters out there. We very much appreciate all of you. For Trevor Franklin, I'm Johnny Townsend. Uh, until next time, remember uh, it's always dirtier on the bayou welcome to the bayou